Hello, this is Leslie Kane. I am the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This podcast is to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often said, why not today? I am based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C., and thanks for joining us today. So I'm excited to have my guest is Kelly Johnson. And before we hear from Kelly, let's talk about connections. You never know where you're going to meet somebody, where it'll lead to somebody in your life to connect with. And I am, as you've heard me say many times, a firm believer, like God puts people in your path for a reason you just never know. So would you talk about kind of how we connect, but you just never know where you're going to connect with somebody. And most of you know, my real my uh, income producing activity at this point is Mary Kay. And I always believe that you just never know who that person you're going to meet is going to be a connection for you. And it may not be immediately or a customer or just going to introduce you to someone. Um, so I'm involved in a lot and being involved in a lot, you're in front of people. If you're in your house all day long, and even when we've been stuck in our house all day long, you can still connect with people and see how you can meet up with people. But I used to teach water aerobics and that's kind of long story short, how Kelly and I got connected. We'll talk about that in a minute, but you know, I volunteer a lot. I have, I book music at a friend's restaurant. Um, I just met with somebody or met somebody the other day for the first time. And she's like, what do you not do? I'm like, well, that's a good question. I do a lot, but the more you're involved, the more you meet people and you just never know where that's going to lead. So I'm super excited to introduce Kelly and how we know each other. As I mentioned, I used to teach water aerobics and one of the ladies in my class then actually became, um, she started working at a local chocolate shop, a little plug for Chesapeake Chocolate in Reston. And, um, and my sister works there too. So Melissa started working with my sister. We got to be better friends. Um, she actually started purchasing some Mary Kay products from me. And then she was, she's been listening to my podcast. No, I didn't know she was. And she's like, emailed me the other day. She goes, you need to meet my friend, Kelly. She's all about everything you're talking about with your podcast and being courageous. So Kelly, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about you and, and we'll get to know your whole story, but, and a fun fact that people might not know. Oh, good, good. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. And um, I am right there with you with, you know, the more you put yourself out there and just uh, get curious about other people. It's amazing the people you meet. And so I'm thrilled that I've gotten to meet Leslie and uh, can talk a little bit about my favorite topic. Um, uh, again, my name is Kelly Johnson. I am a counselor and coach and speaker and author of a book called Being Brave, A 40-Day Journey to the Life God Dreams for You. And I spend um, most of my time doing uh, individual and group coaching uh, around these kinds of topics and just empowering people to step out and uh, find their the best version of themselves. And um, yeah, so what else did you want to know? Um, a fun fact. What do we fun know? fact, that's right. So this is kind of a fun fact. I am married to my high school sweetheart. We met in 1980, which is a very, very long time ago. <laughs> and uh, we, our teacher put us in alphabetical order in algebra. And um, I, he sat behind me because Ivy uh, is shortly followed by Johnson. And here we are uh, a very, very long time later. And uh, we've been married for 35 years and have two beautiful children. And I'm still crazy about him. He's still my favorite adventure partner. Yay. You know, it's interesting you say that um, just this week. I've had conversations with 
three or four people who met their husbands in high school in the 80s and they're still, <laughs> still married. So a bit of magical time. My, my hair's not quite as big as it was back then <laughs> in Texas in the 80s. But other than that, uh, yeah, we're still having a great time together. And uh, it's been quite an adventure. So, That's yeah. awesome. So this podcast is about courage and saying, why not stay? And I know your book is Being Brave. So what does courage mean to Kelly Johnson? Oh, you know, it's such a, it's such a multi-layered uh, question. And my understanding of courage changes, you know, every day, every year as I see people who are really stepping out. But I guess if I had to boil it down to a definition, I think courage is when you show up scared. When you show up in your life, you show up in that conversation, you show up in your diagnosis, you show up in your calling, you show up in life, even though you still have butterflies in your stomach or a knot in your throat or whatever uh, scared feels like to you. Right. That would be my definition of courage. Totally agree. And it's interesting to see so many people and their definitions and it encompasses a lot, and, mm -hmm. you know, and the whole movement of why not today, like doing those things scared and mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes just got to say a prayer and go. Absolutely. And do Absolutely. It, do, it, um, do it scared. So tell us your story and what, I love your story behind Brave. How did you come up with the Brave and then? Um, yeah. What, yeah. What, so you take it in your life. Yeah. Um, well, when my girls were growing up, I have two grown daughters. They're 28 and 26 now. And when my baby uh, was probably seven or eight years old, um, she was just having a day. She was just, she was grumpy and she was, uh, you know, bored and she was whiny and she was just having one of those days. And I had tried all my mama bag of tricks to try to talk her out of it or you know, distractor or whatever. And I finally just threw up my hands and said, you know, Brooke, I don't know what else to, to do for you. I, I don't know how to help you. And she said to me these words, she says, mommy, I just need you to call me a brave soldier. And um, it was such a sweet, you know, first of all, where she had heard that term, I have no idea, but, um, but it became sort of a mantra in our house of calling out the brave in each other of saying, hey, I noticed that you did that hard thing. You're so brave. Um, you know what? I know you've got this thing you're scared about tomorrow at school or, or that friend that you want to reach out and talk to or um, that audition. Both my girls were drama kids. And, uh, you know, so that is always kind of a scary thing. But just naming each other brave. And it sort of grew from there of naming my friends brave and my husband and, and then my friends calling me brave and just noticing those times when, we showed up, um, you know, not about giving advice, not about uh, telling somebody what to do, but just naming them with, um, with that word of courage or bravery. And it, from there, it sort of spiraled into me doing a little scripture deep dive. Um, you know, I can see in, in Leslie's office there, she has the, uh, one, of the, one of the many places in scripture uh, on our wall that tell us to remind us about being brave and about having courage, be strong and courageous. And so anyway, sort of snowballed from there and noticing all the places in scripture that God names us brave. And um, so it, it turned into a retreat, turned into a book, turned into a coaching business. And uh, it, naming people brave is my favorite. And uh, 
and naming myself right for sure and uh, the times that I've shown up um, even though I'm scared that's awesome and I love how it snowballed and it's just mm -hmm. the whole premise of what we're talking about taking that first step and then the next step and the next step mm -hmm. and you just never know what doors God's going to open for us mm -hmm. and where that's going to take us so talk about um, I know you've got the book, which I love, and I've been reading it. And um, but talk about the. I know you've done retreats around this, and mm -hmm. book clubs, and Bible studies. So talk about those avenues mm -hmm. and how people can get involved. First of all, um, we will share the book information and you can get it from Amazon and all those sources. I'm sure. Um, but yes. Yeah. yeah so what happened? Fast that. forward um, to when that kid that I was talking about, Brooke, was my, as I said, my youngest. And the summer that she um, went off to college was also the summer that I turned 50. And I realized that my life be, was changing. Yes. That, a magical theme. I don't, yes. Interviewed a the friend birthday. of mine the other day. You'll have to, I don't know if you've listened to the episode with Crystal Downey Shada, but she had yeah, a yeah. little life change when she turned 50, her kids were starting to go off to school. And so her whole premise is heal the hustle. Like, oh, I love that. And are we doing the right thing? So, sorry to right. interrupt. I know. Well, and it's, it's so funny because so many of the women that I coach now are in that transition, right? Of something has shifted. You know, we're looking at middle age um, uh, and, and saying, you know what? I've got a lot to offer this world. So how am I going to step out and do it? So anyway, when it got to that, that, that pivotal point, my daughter said, okay, you know, she wrote me this letter. It was so sweet. And she said, mama, now it's your turn to be brave and oh, step wow. out and you go find what your next chapter is. And so I started writing again and I went to some conferences and, um, and I remember, so that year was weird. I felt really out of sorts. I felt like I was trying to listen to what God's call was for my life. What did I want to do with my time? And then come about, so that would have been like August of 2014, come around about May, June, I started having this idea for the retreat. And one day in the summer of, of what would have been 2015, I said, I need to, I need to book a retreat. I need to, I need to do this. And I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know exactly all the parameters, but I decided I had started kind of having a practice of trying to do one brave thing every day. And that day, my brave thing was I called this, I had coincidentally uh, met somebody who ran a retreat center, which again, we know there's no coincidences, um, yeah. but I had, I'd met like somebody, yeah, I've met somebody who ran a retreat center and I called her up and I said, listen, I want to do a full day retreat in October. What dates do you have available? And she gave me a date and we figured out the parameters and I went on to my social media and said, I'm doing a brave, a, a being brave retreat for women on this date in October and just basically sort of jumped. And, um, and then I had to of course do Figure it. it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's and exactly I what I do with this podcast. I'm exactly, like, right? you know, I had the idea and I was talking to a friend and told her the story of why not today and the idea of a podcast. And she's like, well, that's obvious. It's why not today is a podcast. And why don't you start today? And yeah. then you had to do something. And then right? you had to do it. And I'm like, right. And I picked a date just like you. And I'm like, 
all right, I have no idea how to do this. And I've oh, had to figure it out. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And then that summer, yeah, all sort of things have and it it in in the first one, it was a lot of my friends who said, We're here to support you. We don't even know what you're talking about, but we signed up, you know, because I said, you guys, you know, please come. And and it ended up being really meaningful and really powerful and people loved it and it just grew from there and I started planning more of them and then churches started asking me to to do um, the being brave retreat there and then I started I thought you know I want people to walk away with something you know I'd never been like oh I want to write a book but right. I wanted people to walk away with with something like we'd spent this intense day together really sharing our hearts and talking about vulnerability and shame and and stepping into power and talking about my favorite verse, which is um, for I've not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and self-control. And and so I started writing little, little like a, a short little devotional um, and I put it together and, you know, stapled it and handed it out at the end of my retreats. And somebody was like, what are you doing? Why don't you try to get this published? And uh, like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, so then all the snowball of this person right. knew this person. And, and uh, I ended up getting a publishing contract from Avenue Press, which is the United Methodist Publishing House. And um, anyway, and now we have a little book. Uh, awesome. But yeah, but it was literally show up, do the next right thing and trust the process. And I say that over and over again in the book. And it really is a mantra that I've stuck with. And when I get off track and when I feel like I'm floating around out there trying to figure out it's show up, do the next right thing, trust the process. Um, and I think that's been a meaningful mantra for other people as well. Well, you know what? It absolutely just spoke to me. And it's interesting that we were supposed to record this last week and you went on vacation and brought a souvenir of COVID home. So we had to give <laughs> it. And it was definitely a God wink because the guest I had on last week. And I've been conflicted and confused and about some decisions about the why not today name and brand and taking it forward and I think Kelly I absolutely needed to have you today so I think you're coaching me not knowing <laughs> making the decisions. so if you're watching we are going to have this on YouTube eventually we're not there yet so you may be watching it one day and so if you look at me watch me I'm taking lots of notes because what you're saying is absolutely speaking to me Lord, and God. giving me the courage to you know, do the scary things. And if you have that, I know for me that, you know, if you have that idea, that thought, and it just, you can't let go of it. You just mm -hmm. got to do it. Absolutely. And, and I think that that's uh, when we surround ourselves with people too. I think it, this is about relationships as well and, and surrounding ourselves with other um, people who are trying to live into that, show up, do the next right thing, trust the right. process, because then they, you can bounce ideas off of, of each other. You have that and people, you know, when you see somebody else's eyes light up, when you tell them the story of what you're thinking about doing, or when they say, go, I'm with you, or, you know, that it, it's so much, we're so much stronger in community. You know, the being brave, um, the brave, it stands for an acronym of being bold, resilient, authentic, vulnerable, engaged, and empowered. And those, particularly that authentic and vulnerable is really all about relationship and knowing that we're going to be much braver. We're going to be much more courageous. We're going to be much more likely to take that risk when we are 
in community with people who are cheering us on and calling us brave. Right. And I know that I know that I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would let the devil get on our brain and make you think other thoughts and question things. And yeah, surround yourself by the people that you want to be most like or you're around them. The five Absolutely. people you spend your time with. And I'm a firm believer of surrounding myself with positive, influential people. And just the connections. It's always fun to just connect people as we talk a lot about who knows who. And I think I mentioned my friend Jody to you who wrote another book uh-huh. that I definitely need to connect you to. And I was just thinking that her birth, she's turning 50 next Thursday. And uh-huh. so one of these being brave books is going to show up in her doorstep. I was trying to think of it again, but I just figured it out. So Wonderful. thank you for that. Wonderful. So are you doing any retreats now? Any Bible studies? Any book clubs? Well, I, I do. Um, I have, have, I'm booked um, in the fall for several things. Uh, okay. I'll be doing a being brave retreat at um, a church in Annandale in, in the okay. fall. And um, I'll be going back to my friends in Minnesota um, in the fall as well. Um, I also teach on the Enneagram and, um, and some neuroscience topics. And so I have a couple of those kinds of uh, programs coming up as well. So um, yeah, it's starting to, the world's starting to open back up again. You know, during the pandemic, yeah. I did some um, online. I do a lot of online um, you know, just one-off sort of hour-long webinars on a variety of topics and, um, and the things that interest me, you know, like, like you said, I love that, you know, you started a podcast about a topic you love to talk about and that you want to teach about and, and learn about. And so you surround yourself with people who want to talk about it. You know, that's kind of right. how I am with my coaching business and with my teaching, um, is, is to, to surround myself. I do another one. Um, on the topic of joy in difficult times that came out of the pandemic. And, uh, and it, it is also being joyful when life is kind of crappy uh, is also a brave thing, you know, that we do. So I have yeah. had two family members going through cancer treatment this, this past year, and um, they've given me a whole new outlook on what it looks like to be courageous in, in yeah. the face of really hard things. And um and still be able to, to laugh and still be able to connect with your people, even when on those days when you feel really crappy, right. um, you know, it's been, it's been a powerful witness. My mom and my sister, some of the bravest ladies I know. And I knew that before, but watching them go through these hard things um, has even just cemented like how lucky I am to have courageous women in my life. You know, right. like them. There are powerful women that we you know, we just need to plug into them. And Absolutely. my Jody that we just mentioned, it's kind of ironic that you say joy in difficult times, that her book, which I need to get her on this podcast one of the days, is called Jingle and Joy. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah. And I, I've got to talk about, um, it's a Christmas devotional. And mm-hmm. she talked, she started to write the book all around, like, to not just focus on the jingle, the decorations and the wrapping and the stress of the holidays, but to take time for the joy in the holidays. But um, unfortunately, the year she was going to publish the book, end of October, her 22-year-old son was killed um, in a tragic accident. And all her friends encouraged her to go forward with the book and she published it. I mean, it was almost ready. And so she published that. So she is definitely living trying to find the joy in difficult times and Absolutely. hard. And she shares pictures of Ryan, her son on social media all the time and a smile. And 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it's joy and difficult times. And being Absolutely. And yeah. Do it with a lot of faith. Thank goodness. I don't know how people navigate some things without faith. Right. The sense that we're not alone in this, that there's somebody who sees the big picture and, and, um, yeah, has, has a hand in, in connecting us to the people that, that we need to know for sure. Looks like we have frozen. Leslie, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Talk about joy and difficult times. <laughs> why this does this, but my computer when I'm on Zoom just stops and turns oh, off. Oh no. So yeah, it was like all of a sudden. Um, I don't know if you filled time with a little song and dance, Kelly. But oh, I, I said, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. All good. All good. Yeah, somebody else told me that her Zoom does it too. Like oh, all of a sudden it just disappears. My whole computer turns off and then it comes right back. So hopefully everybody listening and watching. Yeah. Back. No, and we're still recording. So still recording. Good. And I did it the other day and we were going into a Facebook group streaming and it still kept streaming. I'll be darned. Well, yeah, and that was it. Never quit recording, so we're good. Okay, we're yeah. good. Anyway, where were we? Right. So, joy <laughs> difficult times, and yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. you did say you're doing a retreat at a church in Annandale in the fall. Yeah. Is that to open to anybody or just church? You know what? I can check with them for sure and see. I do not know whether they're in, intending it for it to be a closed group or if that would be open. Um, but okay. I, yeah, so I will. I will find out yeah, because I'm just thinking because the world I surround myself in is powerful women. Um, yeah. But for the most part, in the Mary Kay world, we're Absolutely. all absolutely in um, reading and self-development and faith. And so I'm thinking, as I mentioned beginning, I'd like to get for people in my team. Um, yeah. But also I'm thinking that might be a fun thing to do a virtual with the Mary Kay world. Absolutely. Um, a lot of friends that might be interested. I know a lot of friends that do um, Bible studies or prayer groups in the Mary Kay world. So Maybe we could do a combined, um, maybe even thinking forward. I'm thinking out loud here. So you guys I love it. I love it. I'm all about collaboration. And that's great. really big. why not today retreat to combine it. I love it. Oh my all gosh. Right, oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. No, and 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 I really think it's funny. I just moved to a new community three and a half years ago. Um, and I was in Western Fairfax County, which is kind of where you live. And then I've moved into Alexandria. So it's only about 40, 45 minutes away, but still new, all new people. And I've laughed that one of the bravest things that I've done in the last few years is um, I feel like I'm like dating, even though I'm not dating, like looking for a partner, but I'm dating, looking for friends. And it's like, I see somebody whose energy I really enjoy and like at yoga class. And then I've 
you know, screw up my courage and walk over and say, Hey, you want to get coffee someday after, after yoga. And then it turns out into a, like, we have these things in common and then they have this friend. And, and so I've, you know, that's been a big part of, of that, what you were saying right at the beginning, you know, you right. never know when those connections, but you've got to put I yourself love making out there. New friends. And yes. I'm grateful that I have you hopefully as a new friend, but Absolutely. I'm kind of doing the same thing with my life is because I can be virtual now. I haven't physically moved full time, but I spend a lot of time at Smith Mount Lake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to be here a lot, first of all, I want to be able to help, you know, if I'm here, I'm, you know, I'm not on vacation. People are like, oh, you're vacation again. I'm like, no, I'm just changing my work location, but I'm figured yeah. if I'm going to be here, I might as well get to know the community and decided, met somebody who was very influential. And then she pointed me to the chamber, which I've always been a part of a chamber locally. And so I've met tons of people and friends and I've like got invited to the cool girls uh, party <laughs> back in May. And I was like, felt like, Ooh, I've got all these friends. So it's funny, the friend of mine that has lived down there forever. And he's like, how do you know all these people? I don't know anybody. And I'm like, I got yeah. one of the things I do collect is friends. Yeah, good and for you. And, you know, and speaking of another really uh, definition of courage, I think you and I, my senses are pretty extroverted. And so doing that, yeah, it takes us, it takes us some courage, but, but um, for people who are really introverted and don't have that as sort of a natural tendency to like go up and introduce themselves, that has been when I've seen people that have moved to new areas, like my daughter who moved to LA several years ago, and she's much more introverted. And it really was a lot of courage for her to like form those friendships and to follow up when somebody she met and say, Hey, you want to, you know, go do something. I'm going to go, you want to meet for lunch sometime. And so, so even those kind of things really are, are acts of courage of putting yourself out there, even though it makes you a little bit nervous. And, um, and yeah, even yeah. It, being extroverted, it still takes courage oh, to talk to people absolutely. and to connect and ask. And I think I think I'm weird. And <laughs> I like exactly. I, you know, one of my superpowers, as I said, is collecting friends. And I was actually in Asheville this um, winter, staying at a friend's house. And I was there for a couple of weeks. She was I was house sitting for her, and she reached out to a friend to say, "Leslie's going to be here, and let's. I'd love for you to introduce." And her friend's comment was. Why do I need to meet Leslie? And she's like, well, maybe you don't. <laughs> like, he doesn't, you're not interested in meeting new friends. Exactly. Cool, but yeah, yeah, but somebody actually shared something yesterday on a call I was on about if you are introverted, we'll do a little training here for people. If you are introverted and that's uncomfortable, I said, day one, go out and just smile at five people and get them to smile back. And day two, give five people a compliment. And day three, Give five people a compliment and engage in a conversation. So take it step by step to get used to it. Because it is not something that comes naturally. Like one of the Mm -hmm. classes that I had to take to graduate from college, which I didn't want to take and scared me to death and almost didn't graduate because of was public speaking. Mm -hmm. And now I would totally be fine speaking in front of 10,000 people. Wouldn't bother me in the least bit. But you got to take, you got to do it one day at a time and say, why not today? Just those little things. So we've gone in all different directions here, which is what I love. I love it. So (laughs) it sounds like you just took step by step to create what you've done. So is there anything or what encouragement would you give someone to say, why not today and start? I mean, we talked a lot about that. But. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that, again, it, it's believing that um, 
that there's good out in the world, right? And that there are people that want to uh, uh, do good things and, and, and learn good things. And, and just that, that step of curiosity and putting yourself out there in new ways. And again, like we talked about, um, being courageous is going to look really different for different people. You know, like I said, when my sister going through uh, chemo and all of that, getting up and getting out of bed, you know, some days that was the courageous thing. Sometimes that was the bravest thing. You know, other times it's something like, you know, calling and booking a, you know, figured out how to do a podcast or calling and booking a retreat center, baby steps, right? Just do the next thing. You don't have to know how it's all going to turn out. That for me has been the biggest one. I could let go of results and just focus on process. I always say, you know, that my job is the process. God's job is the results. You know, I just keep show up, do the next right thing, trust that process because um, how it's all going to turn out, we don't get guarantees. We just don't, that's not how, that's not how the world works. And when we can let go of that certainty and needing to know all the details and having a full blueprint of how it's, you know, what's going to work and what's not going to work, you know, and there's no, um, there's no shame in failing. Right. And sometimes we we go a a direction and go, you know what? that was a good learning experience, but that's, that's not how I want to, that's not the direction I want to go. I want to do something different. And that's what somebody say today that, you know, everything you do, you know, either you're going to have a success or a lesson. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Like, okay. And that's a success, a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm John Maxwell, who's a trainer or coach Mm -hmm. always said, you know, if you fall down, get up, but pick up the lesson with you. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, not always going to be perfect. Well, you've definitely encouraged me and helped me make a decision today that I'm just going to say, why not go for it? So yay, so thank you. So I always try to do a connection back to my dad because that's kind of why this was set in place. Um, So I always try to think about like how you connect. So I guess the way you would probably connect to my dad is because I met you because of Melissa. Mm -hmm. Melissa actually works at the chocolate shop with my sister, who obviously mm-hmm. a product of my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and to just kind of go full circle to Amanda, you know, talking about turning 50 and what a milestone that is. But my sister Amanda Kane t- next Wednesday, well, it'll be Wednesday the 20th. So this will release after her birthday, but mm-hmm. we'll 40, which is um, exciting. And she is so mm-hmm. excited to share with everybody. But my, we are doing a call with my mom. We're having a surprise party that she's, Amanda's basically helping plan. <laughs> Telling everybody it's her 40th birthday. Um, but it's interesting. We were talking, my sister and I were talking to my mom about planning the party yesterday. And she was just stressed out and not in a good place and started crying. And we're like, what is up with this? And she was like, my baby's turning 40, mm-hmm. which you know, it's a big deal for most mothers, but when Amanda was born 40 years ago with Down syndrome, we didn't know what that world would look like. Mm-hmm. And it was, should interview my mother on this podcast because it was definitely mm-hmm. courageous. They actually, people mm-hmm. in the hospital asked if my mom wanted to be in another area away from the normal moms. And we had close friends and people asked my parents if they were going to keep her. Which is so scary. And 40 years later, I mean, she's thriving and everybody loves her and she's doing amazing things. So that's that's going to be the connection to my dad. I love that. Community and and it still takes community for anyone to be raised. Absolutely. 
but yeah, so beautiful. What a beautiful story. Yeah. So yeah. to meet her. We'll have to arrange for that. All right. So thank you again for being on this and I'm going to share in uh, show notes, which is on social media posts, um, how to find you. Um, but yeah. do you want to just give a shout out of ways people can find you and connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. I have a website and uh, I redid that last year. And um, so it's reasonably up to date. Of course, always a work in progress, but you can find me at kellyivyjohnson.com and Ivy is spelled I-V-E-Y. That's my maiden name. So Kelly, kellyivyjohnson.com. And you can kind of learn about all the different things I'm doing, the link to learn more about the book, uh, my coaching, my speaking, you know, all the things I'm doing there. So, and hopefully, and I blogged since 2005. So there's also hundreds of, 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 uh, of blog posts on there. So okay, on, check it out. So um, if you're watching, you can see this, but if you're listening, you can't. But one of the things with the Why Not Today logo is I really want to make it a movement and share about giving people courage to be brave. And so with that, I'm doing some fun tumblers. There are skinny pellets are a little it. different with the Why Not Today logo, which includes my dad's logo, which when you see it, the logo, if you don't know who my father was, he actually had an eye patch on a handlebar mustache. So that was kind of who he was. And I actually saw a childhood friend the other day and had one of the t-shirts on. She's like, oh my gosh, I know what that is. And <laughs> I, I, I shared this before that my dad's best friend in high school in California's son saw the t-shirt on social media. He's like, I want that. He knew, knew exactly what that is. But I also have Why Not Today t-shirts for women and for men, short sleeve and long sleeve. So Kelly, we will get you a t-shirt. Um, and going to do some finals and some fun things. So if there's other things or ideas anybody has, let me know. But you can find the Why Not Today podcast on Spotify and iTunes. And you can subscribe to it. I haven't figured out how you can comment. or I think you can give it ratings. This is a one day at a time kind of thing. We're figuring it out. <laughs> I love it. So I am working on a website and um, there, we are on Facebook and Instagram. So feel free to share us and like us. And um, if you know somebody else that you think would be a good guest for Why Not Today, we'd love to have them on there. So again, Kelly, thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, my here. pleasure. Get to know you and I'm excited to have a friend and I'm happy to come to Alexander and see you. It's not that There far. you go. Perfect. <laughs> I love right. it. I love well, it. Thanks, thanks everybody. Lovely. Thanks everyone. Bye.